morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. It has been a minute since I put out a podcast. Uh, I've said this before, typically I only put out podcast or my mind. I have, to, I have to be in the right mindset to put out podcasts, otherwise it'll be super negative um, or maybe too specific to things that I'm currently going through, which impact other people, and I know people get emotional. <laughs> Uh, but we'll we'll jump into the podcast uh, today. The topic is identity, and for a lot of us, it's it's easy to see why people stop doing things or quit jobs or stop working out or give up on relationships. The simple answer is it's hard. You know, life is hard, and many times we get focused on getting more or getting to that next level of success or chasing success. And when you're doing that or you're chasing success or a next level or leveling up, you're going to run into challenges and barriers that are going to force you to either evaluate or reevaluate what you're doing and why you're doing it. One of the hard lessons in life that we all know, but probably need to be reminded of more often is that we're all unique. And as you think about your uniqueness or how each individual is different, that's why you're an individual. Um, we've got to stop trying to mimic others because so many times it may be we're mimicking someone's actions. We're mimicking their work. We're trying to mimic how much money or how much wealth they have. It may be hobbies. We're mimicking other people's hobbies to fit into different groups or or clubs. But what we're failing to do is really identify what we were called to do. And as you think about calling, not everyone's at that level, you know, and that's a level that I think people should try to work towards or get to, but when you think about like what you're calling, what were you put here to do? Like what, what are you really good at that can impact others or make an impact on society? Not a lot of us are chasing that, you know, we're chasing wealth. We're chasing new cars, new houses, bigger houses, um, things, material things. And I, I think that's fine, but it can't be your, your only goal. It can't be your identity. Um, Because as you start to accumulate wealth, you start to accumulate houses, you start to accumulate nice cars, you start to accumulate these things, you'll keep wanting the things and that's fine. But for me, it was a thing of you're not feeling fulfilled. And I'm not saying I got a whole bunch of nice cars or a big, huge house or everything's relevant, right? Um, But we got to be mindful of like, what, what are our impacts supposed to be? Like, what are we called to do? And just the fact that like many times we haven't accomplished the level, the promotion, the the success that we desire, and we've run into a bunch of challenges, we begin to question, am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right place? Is this the right time? And worst of all, we start to doubt, should we even be doing this? Is this even for me? And when we do that or we start to doubt or question our situation or the work that we're doing, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing, but it's important that you've built a level of endurance. That's why I think consistency and discipline are so important in sports and business and life and relationships and emotions and feelings and in your faith. Endurance and excuse me, discipline are so important. And I say this because they play a huge part in individual success, regardless of the space. Most things you desire are not going to come easy. So you have to have that endurance 
or the ability to endure through pain, some heartache, some haters, you know, some bad leaders, some naysayers, just to see really how bad do you want it? Because every, I don't know anyone that says, hey, I want to be poor. Hey, I want to be fat. Hey, I want to be as unsuccessful as possible. No one says that. That's the result of your behaviors or your actions. The people that are successful nine times out of 10 are those individuals that were able to endure through heartache, endure through pressure, endure, endure through setbacks. But they've built a level of endurance, not just physical fitness, <clears throat> but also mental fitness to where you've worked on your craft enough or you've worked on your relationship enough or you've worked on yourself enough to understand that you're bigger than the problem or you can push through this problem, you can make it past it. And once you start to overcome some of those challenges that you're facing, you build a different mindset. And that mindset, I know, I think I began to get this callous on my mindset when I was in Utah. And I started to truly believe like, whenever I got in those tough situations, that just meant something great was about to happen or something better was about to happen. Because what I had saw in the past was with basketball, things got tough. It didn't go my way. What I do, I quit. Uh, when it came to when I sold life insurance, I was making better money than I had. But when it got tough and I didn't like what I was doing, I quit. And then I look, set back and I look at both basketball and American income life when I worked there. Had I stuck with both of them, who knows if I'd still be working now. But it taught me a lesson of guess what? When you quit, one, you're failing to see who you are or what, you, what you're capable of. Two, you know what happens. When you quit, you quit. You're done. Nothing can progress from when you quit. So I look back on those and I know like, okay, when you quit, you lost. When you keep going and you're able to endure some of these challenges and troubles that others aren't even wanting to endure, you begin to level up, not just because you kept going, but because you built a level of confidence and endurance and discipline in yourself that you're going to push through whatever challenge it may be because you want to accomplish that goal. And again, as I said at the very beginning, as you reevaluate or value, evaluate what you're doing, sometimes you are in the wrong space. Sometimes you are doing the wrong thing. But I'm challenging you as you reevaluate your situation or your challenge or your problem or your work situation or your relationship. Before you say you want something different, define what different is. Because many, 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 and I'm going to say Americans, know they want something different, but they don't know what it is. So they stop doing what they're doing, jump into something else. And then they're like, dang, what I had was better. And that's why people say you don't realize what you have until it's gone. Take work, for example. I see people leave. I've seen a lot of people leave where I work at now. And within my space, it's interesting to see of the last six, four of them have asked, can they come back? And it's like, hmm, no open roles. I can't just hire someone into a non-open role. But a lot of times it's important that just because things get hard, you don't quit because you don't want that to be your identity. And I'm not saying, and I was definitely guilty of this and I'm getting better at it. You can't let your identity be defined by the work that you do. Well, I shouldn't say that. You can, but too many times we allow it and it shouldn't be because what it is, it's only a paycheck. So when it's defining what we are, that paycheck is dictating your mood, your attitude, how you treat people, how you feel. And that, that's not something that's going to help you feel more fulfilled or help you make the biggest impact that you can make. But one of the things that we have to accept is just because you have those questions, 
it doesn't automatically mean that you should quit. You know, it means you should answer those questions. So when you're asking yourself, should I be here? Is this the right role for me? Um, this is, is this too hard for me? Can I be successful? The question isn't, or the, the action isn't go quit, go do something else. The action is answer those questions. And sometimes that does take some sitting down, some planning, some thinking, some tough conversations with mentors, with leaders, with family members, with parents, whatever it may be. But the, the answer is answer the question. Don't just quit because then you're going to get yourself into a new situation and everything is great when it's new, right? It's like, oh, it's new. It's exciting. But then a lot of times we get ourselves back in that exact same situation and ask ourselves why. And the question or the answer is because you didn't answer the initial question of why do you feel this isn't the right place or why do you feel this isn't going right or what can you do differently? So one thing that I found, and like I said earlier, is, is sad, but true reality is much of our identity was tied into our work. And that's me too. How I performed at work, I can't say how I performed how other people felt about the work that I did and how they responded to the work controlled or dictated way too much space in my mind and my daily activities. And I was working 60 hours a week, which some may say, that's fine. For me, it's not. I can't let work define who I am completely. Um, and I was just chasing an unattainable goal, basically satisfy satisfying everyone and meeting an unidentified measure. Obviously, as you talk through that, and I said, you got to answer the question that becomes something that is unattainable. So then you go through burnout and it gets you in that space where you want to quit. And sometimes people do quit and walk away. Have I thought about it? Of course. But obviously sitting down with myself and taking my own advice and answering those questions of, you know, why are you doing this? Is this the right place for you? Is this the right time? I was able to come to conclusions that helped me one reduce the amount of anxiety I had and two, put me in a better mindset to understand that, Hey, this is just work. Like I've let work define me for way too long. Got to stop doing that. So I'm pretty observant. I like to watch people. I especially like to watch people under pressure. Um, matter of fact, yesterday, the other day I watched the LSU Florida game, the college world series. My girlfriend asked me baseball. I was like, yeah, I love watching athletes compete at the highest level because there is no more you can't get a higher level of pressure and you get to see how people respond to pressure so i'm saying that because i like to observe people and even more so at work and i see it often i see people that completely lose themselves and allow work to run their lives <clears throat> people focus so much on quote-unquote credibility and what I'm coming to see within the work environment is work credibility is different than real credibility. Work credibility is what do people think of you? Not necessarily what are you truly doing? And I think when people chase that quote unquote work credibility, I've seen people treat people wrong. I've seen people take action based on self gain. I see people use titles to make decisions. I see people listen to what's right based on who said it, not actually what's right. And the great thing is, we all know that's wrong. We all know life's not fair. But is that going to happen often? Yes, of course. That's why you can't base your identity on work. Because a lot of times, the decisions that are made, the actions that are taken, the people that are quote unquote successful are doing things that ethically you may not agree with. 
And if you can't take action and be ethical about it or feel good about it, do you really think you're going to have a level of success? You may be successful in other people's eyes by your title and the amount of money you make, but is that really defining your success? Probably not. You're not going to have that level of fulfillment. The good thing about life being unfair, I think karma helps out with that. <laughs> what goes around comes around. And it may not be in your work environment, maybe your personal environment, or maybe your personal uh, life where it comes back to bite you. But I think karma plays a big part in that. But I think just listening to that example and the words that I just spoke, it's super important that you don't define your success not even your success, I'm sorry, you don't define your identity or you don't create your identity solely on what's going on at work. Because unless you're the CEO, and even at the CEO, you'll have the board of directors to kind of dictate some of the stuff that you can do. Don't let your work be your identity. There's more to you. There's something else that you're supposed to give to the world. Now, if you run your own business and it's something that's impact, impacting the community, that's different. Shout out to you. Most people in that corporate grind or even if you're an entrepreneur and you're working solely for the money and you're not able to make the impact that you want, start asking yourself, what do you need to do differently to have that feeling of fulfillment? But as you, as you approach the remainder of the week, do me a couple favors and sit with these questions. One, why do you do what you do? Two, are you still challenging yourself or are others challenging you more so? I think that's an important one because when others are challenging you more than what you're challenging yourself, you start to have that feeling of defeat. But when you're challenging yourself and pushing yourself harder than others, their challenges, their comebacks, their their comments, their them being haters, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't impact you as much. You kind of laugh at it. Uh, three, are you making an are you making the impact that you want? Not just an impact. Are you making the impact that you want? Four. If there were kids or young adults watching, would you be okay with them following your example? And that's a big one. I had to sit back and think, and mine mine wasn't necessarily on kids or young adults. Mine was more based on if your parents were watching what you were doing, would they approve of it? And that was big for me. Why? Because I, I respect my parents. Um, and not because I say they define my success or they define who I am, but at the same time, I feel like they walk the straight and narrow. They're living the right way. They're, they're, they're truly happy. Like they're doing things based on what makes the biggest impact for them, not what other people think. So that's easy for me to bounce my, my life, my actions, my ideas off them to get an idea of, is this moving me in the right direction? Apples don't fall far from the tree. And then last but not least, five um what are the five most important things to you like as you think about that like what what's important to you and don't go surface level like you got to dig a little bit and as you figure out what those five most important things are ask yourself why because when you go through the why's you'll start to see okay it's not super important to me i just like it um but what are the five most important things to you and how often are they showing up in your day-to-day activities because it's important that we do see, feel those things that are most important to us on a regular cadence. And sometimes, you know, you got to step back so you can see, what is it, the trees through the forest, but don't wait too long. You know, reevaluate your situation. Maybe this is something you should do on a monthly or quarterly basis to see, are you progressing? Are you moving towards the things that put you in the best version of yourself? 
This is probably 13, it's a long time ago, right? 13 years ago, as I was leaving to go to Utah, I had a mentor tell me, Zoe, don't take yourself too serious. And I always used to laugh about it, like, all right, I don't, I mean, what's that mean? Sometimes we get in these situations where we feel like we're more important than what we are. Understanding we're a piece of the puzzle. Now I understand the comment of don't take yourself too serious, especially in that corporate or work environment. Because once you pull that title away, if you haven't helped people get to where they want to be or help people better their lives, what'd you really do as a leader? So don't take yourself too serious. Take your responsibility to develop others if you're in a leadership role. Very serious, because that's going to be where your impact comes. And that may not be one of those five things that you said are most important helping people get better, impacting the community or impacting others. But I encourage you to visit that list of five questions I just asked you to reevaluate or think about for yourself so that you can make a a bigger impact and hopefully start to identify what you're calling. What are you supposed to be doing? Winded, got a cold, barely breathe. But everything you are and everything you've worked for can be taken away tomorrow. There's no guarantees. It's another reason why I tell you to start reevaluating or evaluate your situation to see are you are you making an impact? Are you living the, the life? When I say living the life, are you getting experiences, not buying things? Are you getting experiences that are helping you be more well-rounded? Think about it. Do what do what fuels your heart. What impacts the most people? Make a difference. Be great. As always, I appreciate you guys listening. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Happy Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y.